1: And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house.
0: house. Welcome to the house of hockey. This is episode 10. I'm your girl, Ray Ray. And I'm Breezy. And we decided since it's 10 episodes. Well, I think Breezy came up with this idea. I can't take any credit for it, but I've agreed with it. <laughs>
1: I think we're a it be- team. It's it's our idea.
0: <laughs> it was your idea. Yeah, credit where credit's due. We're we're sort of going to talk about some of the things we've learned from all of our amazing guests over the last nine episodes. And uh, we've really covered a wide variety of hockey lifestyle hockey culture uh, on the podcast and we just wanted to share some of those moments and uh, some of the things we've learned so we're going to be doing that on this episode and we're going to get a little update on our on our lives too
1: yep if there's an update do we have updates Mm. I'm Mm. sure you can figure something out
0: yeah I picked my stick back up oh oh yeah okay and i practiced again and i've made a lot of progress with my stick handling skills well, that's good yeah that's good. and that's positive I, and i smiled oh while playing normally oh. i have resting hockey serious face yeah and i actually you cracked a smile i did Look at that <laughs> coming a long way coming a long way it's uh it's I, I'm I'm getting over some of my mental hurdles here with learning something new, and uh, yeah. that's exciting. What about you? Uh, I mean,
1: everything's kind of still the same for me. Still working. Still, I well, I, I play pickleball each week with my nephew, so that's been pretty fun. We had a pretty intense game last night, so uh, i I feel pretty hyped. We won, so that's, that's a good time. But we play in his grandparents' yard. So it's not like we're going to a gym or anything. So no one freak out. We were still quarantined, but when we were outside, I basically am quarantined with my nephew a lot. So, uh, so that was fun.
0: That's fun. Pickleball is a really popular sport. I don't know anything about it. I
1: didn't think it was that popular, but then like the more that I like, I talk about it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I play pickleball thinking like Uh yeah, whatever, you know, but everyone's like, You play pickleball? And I'm like, how do you know what pickleball is? And like, pickleball's legit. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah. So I guess that means I'm legit. You are legit. Oh, I made a I made a headboard for my my. bed. You know, because that's what a headboard is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I uh, got this, like, crafty idea to make a wood headboard. I found this piece of wood that was, like, looked like it was a headboard for somebody else uh, that that Uh was, like, left outside, Uh and I stripped some of that off, and I went to Home Depot, and, you know, what? we talked, didn't we talk about this on the last episode, like, celebrity run-ins? Yeah. Okay, so... I went to Home Depot. Oh boy, to buy wood because I made uh-huh. just like a plain wood headboard. Um, yeah, and I had to stain it, and it's really nice. So I'm waiting online at Home Depot because they don't let you know they stagger everybody now with quarantine. And I'm walking up, and. Larry Caputo is in line. And if you don't know who that is, that's Teresa Caputo's ex-husband. She is the Long Island medium on TLC's show, Long Island medium. And I'm a big fan and her husband lives out here now and he was there and I was freaking out inside. I was like, it's Larry Caputo. This is so cool. Like, but I didn't, you know, I followed my, Followed my rule of not engaging not talking mm-hmm. to them and I did not do that um but it was super fun
1: <laughs> wow that's cool
0: yeah um and then I made my headboard and and it's it still smells like wood though I mean
1: that's a nice scent
0: I mean yeah but it's pretty strong it's pretty woody it's real woody yeah real woody real hmm. wood smelling but uh i'm getting used to it i guess yeah i don't know we'll see well it could smell worse right it could smell worse and it, it doesn't could smell worse. that's I, I'll that's take, right i'll take the wood there's your there's your positivity right there <laughs> yeah insert all the inappropriate jokes i'm sure yeah. <laughs> there was a bunch there but uh yeah. that's not our jam no maybe one day hey did but you not ever today. not today did you yeah. ever figure out if you're gonna buy uh what jersey you're gonna get from coolhockey.com i haven't i'm
1: still debating and i need to jump on it because there's only 16 days left 16 well not when this episode comes out there's only a few days left so I think we should just jump into it because we have, you know, some, some promo for you. So Jersey lovers, if you ever needed an excuse to buy a new Jersey, well, now's your chance because coolhockey.com has a promotion going on right now. And if you buy a Jersey by our link at coolhockeycom slash THPN, that's THPN as in the hockey podcast network, you can get, $75 off by using this 30% off code, which is THPN as well. And every purchase purchase or every jersey purchased through our link uh, by June 1st, you will be automatically entered in to win a $175 gift card for Kowaki.com, which is really awesome. So you get a jersey, you get 30% off, which is equivalent to $75. And you can also win a gift card for $175. That's free money. Who doesn't like free money? And you get a cool jersey out of it too. So go to coolhockey.com slash THPN. That is coolhockey.com THPN. Use code THPN for 30% off and get that jersey. And shoot us a little DM or text or whatever it is on Twitter. Let us know what jersey you've got. And so we can match your name up with your order. And
0: yeah, go get that jersey. Yeah, it's a great deal. It's it's the perfect time too to really get that best jersey, so you're prepared for when the season returns, and you're gonna look fresh and fresh and clean, ready. New New Jersey, new season, new spirit. (laughs) No more, you know. Like once we're out of quarantine, I feel like gotta get that fresh juju in there. Yeah, you gotta get that woody smell out of you. Oh my god, I know. I know. It's not the it's not the varnish. Like I that's not the stain. It doesn't smell like um fumey. It's just it smells like Home Depot in my apartment right now. So I like the smell
1: of Home Depot.
0: I do too. But like but not like, all day long.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is true. You I just gotta know what store smells weird to me. Hm, Target. I never noticed what Target smells like. It does have a smell. It has a scent. I'm really big on scents. I can smell stuff. I got a good nose. I can smell stuff like, and I can like tag it to like, that smells like that. Mm. Yeah.
0: So you don't like the way Target smells?
1: No. I think Uh it smells weird. I mean, I'll go in there and it's like, ugh, this
0: thing smells weird. But I mean,
1: I'll go in there. But I don't shop at Target, so it doesn't really matter. But
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, there's like a whole science to stores have scents and scents are targeted to getting you to purchase and stay longer and feel a certain way when you're in the <laughs> store. Like there's a whole science behind scents and um, stores. I believe it. I believe it. Well, it's yeah. like hotels, they pump yes. fresh oxygen or sorry, casinos, well, and
1: hotels, but casinos, they fresh, fresh, they pump fresh oxygen through the vents, which actually goes to your brain. It makes you stay up longer. So then you forget about what time it is and there's no windows. So it's like you look down, and you're like, oh, it's 6 a.m. I should
0: probably go back to bed. Oh yeah. When I'm there for work, I go there for work normally a lot to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I come back more tired than any other work trip I ever go on because of the oxygen, and I yeah. sleep. But I come back and I am utter. I feel like I am utterly exhausted. Yeah, so <clears throat> that's true. Well, I wear
1: contacts, and so I never go anywhere. Well, except for Vegas now, but, but I have to bring eye drops with me to Vegas because it destroys my eyes. Mm-hmm
0: it's terrible oh yeah yeah i have to bring i i even i don't wear contacts and i have to bring eye drops and yeah it's and we live in southern california which is like somewhat deserty and dry anyway you think we wouldn't have and as much allergies. of our time yeah yet. whole nother thing whole different desert
1: yeah, Vegas. Vegas destroys you
0: <laughs> yeah well let's dive into this uh recap of our of everything we've done here on the house of hockey episode one uh was with jason withy who is one of the co-founders of the clothing and hockey lifestyle brand pacific rink and your friend and i guess my friend too but your business partner it was a perfect way to start the podcast to really dive into somebody who found a problem with the hockey bags. I mean the whole way that Pacific Rink really started was because he was playing hockey and couldn't like his hockey bags were falling apart and he wanted to create a really great hockey bag.
1: Um, yeah, he was tired of buying a new bag every year every season so
0: yeah
1: he created uh, basically it's the ultimate hockey bag and it it lasts a very long time. I mean there's it has has crazy technology in there that can you know, prevent rips, obviously, don't quote me on that, but it can prevent rips, it it illuminates the inside, so you can find your gear, and um, it's, it's really good, so if you're a player, and you need a bag, or tired of buying bags every so often, you got to check out uh, the Pacific Group bag, so.
0: Yeah, I thought his story about how uh, he proposed to his wife, who, She's from Minnesota. He's from Minnesota too, right, originally? No, he's from here. No, he's He's from from here. here. He's from here. Um, Abby's from uh, Minnesota. Okay, and how he proposed to her out on the outside on a pond at a a hockey tournament outside and she doesn't even care about hockey or play hockey, but I just thought, you know, hockey brings us all these wonderful stories like an engagement. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, think the,
1: I think it's cool how his story about Kyle Clifford kind of came out, and he was a big fan of him and just hit him up on, on Insta- or Twitter, actually. And Cliffy was so down to, to get involved, and that just kind of shows how down-to-earth players really are. And I think that all athletes are put on this pedestal of them being untouchable and the fact that not all of them are like that uh, is, is really refreshing to hear.
0: Oh, yeah. And somebody who knows a ton about LA Kings players and the LA Kings fans was yep. our guest for episode two, Tracy Starr, who works for the Kings organization, at the LA Kings organization, and then is also... Um, runs this group this community of diehard LA Kings fans and puts on picnics uh pucknicks as she calls them for Kings fans locally in LA and she does so much with the community to Mm -hmm. bring fans together and it was unbelievable the amount of things she's done for for the Kings fans and the, and that organization. But what was her story with, um, was it with Alec Martinez?
1: Yeah, he has the, she says, Alec Martinez says the best fan, adequate, 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 adequate. Sorry guys, I can't talk today.
0: Doesn't matter, it's okay, we're... (laughs) We're just, you know, shooting the shit here. But yeah, she, yeah. well, he's not, you know, formerly, former LA King, Alec Martinez. now we? in
1: Vegas, and we've already yeah. discussed Vegas. Yes. Make sure, I hope you brought eye drops with him because he's going to need them.
0: Just <laughs> <Yes>. saying. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and you know what was fun to hear about that from Tracy was the story of you and her in Nashville partying with the LA King's dad yeah. on the dad's road trip.
1: That was fun that was a great time
0: yeah you guys Definitely a great I wish I had known you guys then that would have been a good time we,
1: yeah it was it was great I wish I remember that game a little bit more <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't matter because I probably would have forgotten all about the game anyway because hanging out with the dads was hands down probably the coolest thing ever so uh that was rad that is
0: least. that's a cool story in episode three we talked to elena who is on social media at life of elena and she's a huge pittsburgh penguins fan but she lives in austin texas and she's from georgia which is just a testament to hockey can reach us even in places where there isn't hockey and I feel like that's like a part of the illuminati that like makes us yeah. like a triangle Oh. yeah it does make okay it try and we're go. on to
1: something there anyway keep going
0: <laughs> i don't know that she's part of the illuminati but Maybe, uh, i don't know <laughs> i don't know i'll have to ask her yeah. but okay. <laughs> so because she lives in um, austin she gets to see what and i love how elena calls it the baby stars so the minor league dallas stars team is really close to her near her in austin so she goes to games there and watches because it's close and it's easy in texas you've only got the one team nearby to go mm-hmm. see games and uh how she told this story about how ringo the mascot for the baby stars yep. is is basically, he's basically in love with her and it's been proven multiple times on social media and, and he commented on our photo he and did he kind of may have confirmed it. Yes. And who knew that a mascot could fall in love with one of our guests? She's married too, by the way. <laughs> She's married and she has a dog. Yeah, Stark. Yep. Stark the dog. But yeah, there's a really fun story on that episode of how the mascot not only is in love with her but made her change change out her jersey and found her again at the arena and uh it's worth it too
1: yeah i agree and speaking of swapping out jerseys Mm -hmm. uh our episode four guest chris aka all tyler's fault uh on instagram she isn't necessarily a fan of a specific team but she's a fan of players So you'll see her post all the time and and she's obviously wearing other jerseys and whatnot. And she seems to, you know, kind of get these connections with players just by following them throughout the years. And one specifically was Bobby Ryan. And I think her story of just having almost a personal relationship with Bobby Ryan um, was something that stood out to me the most. I, I don't know what about you.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bobby Ryan is our, He's like our f- fan favorite on this on the House of Hockey podcast. We've had, yeah. so we've actually heard several stories um about him, but yeah, which we'll get into. Yeah, and to be totally transparent, I didn't know Bobby's story until Chris came on to talk about it and yeah. to hear what he went through as a player. And then, of course, after we talked to her, I went and researched and learned all about him and. Mm-hmm. It's just a testament to the quality of players and how incredible they are, and how much they love what they do, and and so many of them want to connect with the fans. And and too, uh, and, and the fact that what what players' parents go through
1: yeah. to to get their their son and even daughter. I mean, we and soon you'll hear mm-hmm. about a potential. I mean, daughter person, but. Um, <laughs> Just, <laughs> i don't want to give too much away yeah i don't want to give too much away but yeah it's crazy how much parents actually what they do uh to to have their kids follow their dreams so yeah, yeah. it's
0: amazing and then there's people like dustin bones smith on episode five who's the emergency backup goalie for the predators who has Just like a totally regular job and then has the coolest flipping job in the NHL on the side to like.
1: Not many people
0: can say that they dressed for a game and
1: had to wear an opposing team. Well, I guess it was his team
0: that he had to play for, but he had to wear a cup. Yeah. from Tuca, right? Tuca Rask's mm -hmm. cup for the Bruins. So he dressed for the Bruins. And if anybody isn't familiar with the emergency backup goalie thing, there's one, there's, it's different for every team, but each, there's a rule where every arena has to Mm -hmm. have an emergency backup goalie available to play for either the home team or the away team in the case of an emergency. Uh, So he did not play he didn't dress for the Predators he dressed for the away team which happened to be the Bruins and happened to be his childhood team that he was a fan of which was just the coolest
1: moment I think that's the coolest thing it's definitely the coolest thing and and the fact that he he practices with the Preds often and uh he was able to build up some pretty cool personal relationships with them as well with Pekka Renee and um he my boy, Roman Yossi. So he was able to kind of share some fun stuff um, about, you know, the team from a, almost like a a player level. I mean, he is a player, but from an actual player level. So uh, I thought that was, that was really cool.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Uh, Cool to hear all the stories of the camaraderie he has with the players on the Preds and everything. And uh, still, still plays a goalie anywhere.
1: Yep, and even on the uh, the airport ramp or yes. wherever he, the terminals where he where he works. So really
0: yeah, cool. he practices outside. It's it's awesome. It's just yep. such a diverse community here in this hockey world, including across the pond in the UK. We talked to Shane and Finn, who are the father and son duo. Uh, Who hosts the UK Hockey Fam podcast? That was episode six. And hockey there in the UK is the least popular of the sports. It was like number 10 or nine or something on a list Mm -hmm. of one to 10. And it was interesting to hear that while it's not very popular due to the lack of arenas and ice and and ice Mm -hmm. to play on there, but but yet the people who are fans in the uk are just as nutty as the rest of us (laughs) yeah
1: yeah it was super cool and and i did a little bit of research behind you know how because like you said there's there's not a lot of fans on a popular sport Mm -hmm. and there are a few teams out there that are more popular than other teams so when i did a little bit of research to figure out you know how many people can actually fit into certain arenas it was mind-blowing I think the most had like 10,000 that it would fit into an arena and uh, an average for NHL arenas is like I don't know like I think it's like 18 to like 22,000 people so you got to figure twice the size our uh, are NHL arenas compared to, to the arenas in the UK which is
0: pretty crazy i mean it's like a practice arena (laughs) yeah and then how many i don't remember the exact numbers you'll have to go back and listen to the episode guys but uh there's 26 20 only in the 20s right like 25 or 26 total ice arenas practice and professional in the entire Mm -hmm. uk and there's about 50 in los angeles yeah alone one mm-hmm. city, I mean, it just shows the, the disparity between the yeah. teams, but, but it they was were super
1: informative about a lot of things, and, and Shane is from uh, the Toronto area, so he was able to kind of give us a little bit of an insight, you know, having to, from being a part of, you know, the hockey mecca, to kind of comparing to where we live, and then comparing to where he is currently at, so it was a super interesting uh, episode for us, and we learned a lot, and yeah. I think it almost made us fans of UK hockey, you know? For
0: sure. For, like, I want to go when we're allowed to travel again. And like, yeah. I want to go see the, what is it? The Sheffield Steelers? Yeah. I want to go. We got to go. We got to go see some UK hockey.
1: And we're going to meet up. And, and obviously uh, our boy Finn, he's going to turn pro. So Yeah, he is.
0: We're big fans of Finn. So Finn's up and coming in the, in the hockey world. So keep an eye on him. Finn Ray, R-A-E keep an eye out for him and speaking of Toronto uh our next guest was based there for episode seven
1: Mm -hmm. it was Frank from the podcast Hockey Illuminati uh he hosted me back in January where we did a hottest hunk of the all-star game which was really fun Frank put a lot of effort into it he had it was dialed like completely dialed and he is known for kind of doing more in-depth interviews with with anybody and everybody so when I say dialed I mean like he knew everything about each and every player and he was telling you down to how many awards they've won and this and that and how much they made a year and if they were single and who they were dating he's insane so and he's absolutely hilarious too he posts a lot of funny things on Instagram and um, all of his podcasts are are crazy so
0: yeah it was really interesting to hear how in depth he he knew a ton of stuff about you and me he had done a research coming onto our podcast just knowing who we are and what we're about and that was really neat and i liked it took a little bit of digging but we eventually got a story out of him about his high school buddy steven stramkos I feel like yeah. I have to say his name like that for some reason. Maybe it's because I've been to some lightning games, but probably anyway. I know
1: like announcers say names kind of like that. And so like whenever whenever anybody says a name, I'm like, why are you saying it like that? And I was like, oh,
0: it's probably because that's how they announce it in the arena. I don't know. It's it's just him though. It's only certain players. It's not all players that I hear it like that. Um, certain announcers have like a yeah. certain way they say it. Anyway. We finally got a story out of uh, Frank about uh, his time with Steve and Steve. <laughs> Steve,
1: Stevie Boy.
0: How about Stammer? Listen, <laughs> I gotta just go with yeah. Stammer. But uh, it was it was cool. They went to high school together and ended up becoming you know pals and have stayed in touch throughout uh, Stammer's career, which was which yeah. was neat to hear. I mean, yeah. we're obviously not trying to you know put anything out there that's detrimental to any of the players we fully support right. the boys and um it was just fun to hear hear about it yeah
1: especially from a, a friend level and and speaking of friends and mm-hmm. buddy old pals episode eight uh features Brent Wallace who you are who you met and you you have a, a friendship with and he yeah. works for TSN for uh the Ottawa Senators
0: yeah it was so, he i mean talk about storyteller
1: i mean we got stats we got yeah. up and coming we got personal yeah. stories stanley cup stories up and coming you know
0: rookies it's a knowledge bomb. like, In and, and everything he had to say, you're like waiting to hear what he has to say about everything. And yeah. even this brings us back to our boy, Bobby Ryan, who I mm-hmm. feel like we have to just reach out to him and get him on the pod because yeah. I think our audience deserves to hear from the man himself. But uh, Brent has known Bobby Ryan and f- interviewed him a lot over the course of his career and Bobby uh, took some time away from the sport during the 2019-2020 season and came back and his first game back he scored a Hattie and Brent interviewed him and, and talked about that interview and just the character and the quality of a guy that Bobby is and I mean it could bring you to tears just the stuff that Mm -hmm. not just Bobby's overcome, but I think it inspires a lot of other people who are facing challenges in their life. And hearing those kinds of stories are really important, I think, in the sport of hockey and for all of us outside of it uh, Mm -hmm. and for everybody listening. Yeah, I agree. Plus Brent's funny and shared some really funny stories about everything yeah. else in between <laughs> so you know, I
1: felt like I was just sitting there like just staring at him like just absorbing everything he was saying and I didn't even know what to do I was just like just talk like I, just let it go I don't know yeah just have in no all. question just talk yeah
0: yeah because he I mean he's been covering hockey and pro sports for like 20 some odd years yeah and just hasn't a- traveled everywhere he's traveled with the team a few times I think he said yeah and- um, just a depth yeah. of knowledge. Um, interviewing somebody like that who's covered the sport for that long uh, just has some really solid opinions and stories and, and it's just great to listen to. And episode nine also involved travel and stories as well. We interviewed mm-hmm. the Uh, co-creators of the upcoming documentary film For the Love of Puck, Kaz and Adam, they're Minnesota boys, and they've started on this journey to create a documentary about the spirit of this culture of hockey for the regular people, the Joe's, the regular Joe's of the world who love hockey, play hockey, Mm -hmm. uh, and aren't professional. Yeah. And what
1: was interesting to me was they are just so passionate about playing the game mm-hmm. that they don't even really watch it on TV. Like they would rather just be playing. And we asked them, you know, who were their favorite teams? And they're like, Oh yeah. I mean, we like the, uh, yeah, you know, and, um, and that doesn't take away from obviously their knowledge or anything like that. It was just so interesting to hear. I mean, they're obviously from Minnesota state of hockey and, the, you would think that they would just be die hard wild fans and be like the wild are my boys but they're like yeah we' like the wild but you know we we'd rather go play than watch a wild game which I thought was really like eye-opening I was like whoa like yeah you guys are you guys are legit <laughs>
0: it's a totally different mindset and I think yeah. I think there is there are some similarities with being a fan of hockey mm-hmm and loving to play hockey but i also think there's differences and you don't have to it's a very different thing of of Mm -hmm. playing it because you just love to play the sport whether you're on a professional level or not and then being a fan of it as well is something different and i'm i mean that's something i've been experiencing as i'm learning to play hockey in my (laughs) apartment right now i think it's it's a total it's a different it's a different thing but there's yeah. still that love of hockey, love for the yeah. love of the puck underneath. The love of puck,
1: yes. And they, you know, kind of go over how they've traveled overseas and they were playing hockey with people who, you know, were chirping them in, in different languages and <laughs> sharing beers and homemade sandwiches in the locker room. And I think overall, the biggest takeaway I got out of their episode was just the overall love and passion for the game whether you're a fan or you play that's still there. And the best part about it is being able to have like that locker room connection with everyone else that you're playing with. So um, I think that kind of answered a lot of questions that we had been asking is what makes this sport so good. And from a player's perspective, it would be that locker room bond. And from the fan perspective, it's a form of community and just feeling at home which is really
0: cool yeah it is really cool and we're helping all of you guys who listen feel at home and by the way thank you everybody who has listened to us since episode one or if you're just finding us now welcome but thank you for (laughs) for listening because we love doing this and we love talking to people from all different parts of the game that make up this beautiful house of hockey. And we wanted to start including, and we have been including your own stories of fans, meeting players or interacting with them or bumping into them at the airport. And we're gonna continue uh, to do that. So make sure to call our phone number and, and leave your story on our voicemail and we'll play it on an upcoming uh, episode. Yeah.
1: We love hearing them. So keep calling. You can call any time of the day, Mm -hmm. any day of the week. There's not specific specific hours or anything. Just if you have a story, call, tell us and and we'll get to it and, and we'll throw it up on the podcast. And if it's not you this week, it may be you next week. So keep listening.
0: Exactly. And keep listening because we've already got a stacked set of episodes coming to you <laughs> for the next couple of weeks we've done some incredible interviews we're going to touch more on the women's side of the of the hockey game
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we get a little uh, new york a little new york on the podcast for you coming I and mean, we're uh, gonna
1: keep it going with the uh the accents a bit
0: yeah i tried was that good new yorkers are like shut up Uh, go back to chicago (laughs) go talk to chicago and have your pizza okay uh but uh yeah and and a little bit i uh we're gonna dive into hockey in places where there are not professional teams because There's a lot of those, guys. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of places where they don't have the luxury. People don't have the luxury of being able to even attend any kind of hockey, um, professional minors or anything. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's still fans there. So we're going to take a look at that culture as well. But yeah, so stay tuned. Be sure to make sure... That was really redundant. Make sure (laughs) to... (laughs) Uh, connect with us on this. social media, rate, review our podcast, make sure you're subscribed uh, so you don't miss an episode. Tell your hockey buddies about us. You can follow us on all the social media. Uh, we post video clips and and fun stories and snippets from the podcast every week.
1: Yeah. And uh, if you have any questions for us or if you want us to ask any questions to any guests, uh shoot them over dm us email us we're just house of hockey podcast at gmail.com we would love to be able to incorporate more fan questions or if you have any questions for us and want us to do another short little episode like this where we just answer fan questions we would be more than happy to
0: yes uh i want to answer fan fun. questions they can even call the phone number too and ask okay. us questions we'll we'll play your question like a real radio like radio Ooh. we'll play the question from the viewer and then answer it
1: <laughs> yeah rapid 20 or fire what are they called
0: fire yeah. 20 rapid, rapid fire rapid we've, fire we've also established on the podcast that breezy and i suck at getting <laughs> sayings correct like rapid fire or white bread, white cheese, white on rice, you know. White on rice. Were, that's, that's uh, that, that was the phrase we were looking for.
1: That was, um, yeah. But Not it's okay.
0: You love us anyway, regardless yeah. of our inability to get those right. But yeah, some rapid fire questions would be fun to do. That would be cool yeah so let us know stay involved with us stay in touch uh and stay tuned for a new episode next week thanks for coming over to our house of hockey podcast and hanging out with us we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and in the meantime you can follow us on social media just look for house of hockey podcast we'll be back next week